0: Hey guys, it's Dr. Megan from Health Organizers working with you to tidy up your health naturally. Well, I hope you guys had a good week. Mine went by really fast, just kind of working on business stuff again. You know, my GI programs and just stuff like that. I did have a patient today, too. And a real sick guy, but uh, we can get him back going again. Kind of sick, real sick. He's got a congestive heart failure, plus diabetes, plus all his liver markers. We're like way, way off. So we got to work on that. Hey, and guys, I'm sitting outside on the porch right now. So I'm sorry. You may hear cars going by or trucks or whatever. Okay. But it's so sunny today. I did want to sit out here and enjoy some of the sunshine because it had not been this sunny for a while now. Alrighty. So guys, remember last time we talked about the GI etiologies, right? And just as a little quick review, an etiology is like a reason or origin of why you would get a GI problem. So I said, oh, here comes a Marta bus. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) Those buses are so loud. It's crazy. Anyway, so... um, so some of the reasons, remember, is like low stomach acid or even low digestive enzymes or maybe you have an infection with H. pylori. Hey, you might have a parasite. Who knows? You know, people cooking in those Taco Bell restaurants everywhere, even not just Taco Bell, but any restaurant. If they don't wash your hand or whatever, you can get parasites from them, gosh. And there were other etiologies, but basically I said there's about nine of them. That's what we talked about last time. Now, this time, I wanted to talk about the different symptoms that you could have, okay? The different symptoms. Now, the fact of the matter is that you can have three types of symptoms. You can have symptoms from your GI, or you could even have symptoms from mentally and emotionally, right, like in your brain, and then you can even have symptoms elsewhere in your body, okay? So I did want to break down each of those areas for you, okay? So first, with the GI symptoms, you all have probably heard of all of these. You could have bloating, heartburn, flatulence, which is also gassiness, right? You could be burping, nauseous, vomiting, diarrhea, constipation, alternating diarrhea and constipation. Now, we know that's not fun. (laughs) And then indigestion, like feel like the food just sitting there like a stone. Abdominal pain, like your abdomen's hurting. Loss of appetite or even an increased appetite, okay? Okay. So those are basically all the GI symptoms that you could have. But now, guys, it could you, affect you mentally and emotionally too, okay? So the common mental and emotional symptoms are brain fog, like you just feel like you can't figure out what the heck you're supposed to be doing. Like every time you have to keep reminding yourself what you're doing, where you're going, okay? You could be angry, angry for no reason, you know, not like somebody just kicked you in the leg or stole your money, you know? you just angry, period. You could have grief, like just be sad. Sad and for no reason. Not sad because your mom died, okay? But just sad. And then pensive, thinking on. You could be very anxious. Anxious. Like, oh, so anxious. You could even have suicidal thoughts. Wanna kill yourself. You could have panic attacks. We just freak out and start screaming in the middle of a room. <laughs> Craziness. You can have depression, guys. You can even have schizophrenia. Guys, schizophrenia is a mental illness. So Well, at least so I thought. Until one doctor at our school, she was a psychiatrist, right? So meaning that was a medical doctor that did psychiatry. But she got sick of the medical profession, the conventional medicine. So she became a naturopathic doctor, which actually took her two extra years. And anyway, so she decided to do a little study on like 30 of her patients. So she took wheat out of their diet. Wheat, guys, that's in everything. But she took that out of their diets. And then it ended up that in like... I don't know, three, four months, 20 or 25 of them completely reverted to being completely lucid, meaning they no longer had symptoms of schizophrenia. And I was just astounded. When I heard this honestly it was like my first year in medical school and I knew I was in naturopathic medical school but I still thought she might have been exaggerating but then like two other people in my class raised their hand and said yeah they agree they said one of them said she used to have suicidal thoughts the other one said she had panic attacks and they said when they removed certain elements out of their diet that they healed so that's when I became convinced of how important the diet is okay very very important you have to know what you should be eating. And in case you guys are wondering, I don't like guessing. I like doing food analysis. So the one I recommend, because it's superior to all others, is the Carol Food Intolerance Exam, or Evaluation. Okay, Carol, Dr. Carol, C-A-R-O-L-L, um, Food Intolerance Evaluation. I don't do it yet. I'm in the process of applying for it. You can't just do it. Have to apply, but my best friend from med school, one of them, Dr. Blake, she does it. Now, if you guys want to do it, her website is roadmaps2health.com. Again, that's Road Maps, roadmaps, R O A D M A P S, and then the number two then health, dot com roadmaps to health, okay, she can do it. Now, guys, we were talking about, now I want to tell you about the other symptoms in the rest of your body that you could have, okay? So you could have styes, those are like little yellow spots in your eyes, or chalazions, also swelling in your eye. You could have arthritis. And you know arthritis is basically joint swelling, right? Just joint swelling. But then you could also have arthralgis which means joint pain. Remember guys, in medicine arth, A R T H, that's just a prefix for joints, okay? So that's why and i is a prefix for inflammation or swelling. So that's why arthritis is joint swelling. Arthralgia is joint pain. Well, ju- just that uh postfix it means pain in medicine, okay? But then you could also have back pain or even excess mucus production. Like you can never just clear your darn throat, you know? Post-nasal drip, seasonal allergies, muscle aches, fever, chest pain, difficulty breathing, guys, just gasping. And then reproductive system problems. I've seen tons of women with GI problems that their periods all messed up. And then you could even did I say excess mucus production already? Oh, I had no, I had that over there on the other side. But anyway, no, it is on this side. I said it twice. I got to fix that. Anyway, so guys, that's everything that you could have as far as the symptoms go. Okay. Now the next thing then, obviously there are a ton of, just a ton, ton of diagnoses for the gut in the GI, but just some of the common ones in case you're wondering. I got 25 here on my happy list. And remember guys, if y'all want my happy list or even just my group program or anything, you can go to this link. It's my Linktree link. Let me tell you what it is. So the link is linktree slash forward slash health org. So that's link L-I-N is a Nancy, K-T-R dot E is an Edward E is an Edward forward slash health org. That's H E A L T H O R G. Okay, so that's my link there. And if you go there, you can see my group programs, my happy list, all the GI stuff I'm reading to you about or telling you about, um My survey, just everything I have. Okay, guys, you can see it. Um, over there. So anyway, I was telling you that there's a lot of different diagnoses, right? So I'm just going to name the most common ones. Okay. So for example, number one, you could have oral lesions, meaning ulcers and stuff in your mouth, dental cavities, tonsillitis. Remember your tonsils guys, it's kind of like an immune system. It's part of your immune system. It's kind of like having a precinct, police precinct at the top of your throat. Okay. Dysphagia is difficulty swallowing. Esophagitis is that your esophagus is swollen. Bear esophagus is where um, the cells in your esophagus change from normal squamous to cuboidal. That's what should be in your stomach. Okay. But the reason they change is usually because you have low stomach acid and your stomach acid keeps rising up and burning them. So that's why they change, but that's not good. That leads you to pre-cancer. Okay. Now, then you can have dyspepsia or indigestion in your stomach, gastritis or swelling of your stomach, ulcers, peptic ulcers, stomach ulcers, acid reflux, heartburn, or GERD. That's also in your stomach. You could have an hiatal hernia. That's where part of your um, intestines kind of move where this, from where they should be to higher up usually. Hepatitis is inflammation in the liver other liver diseases gallstones or gallbladder problems biliary tract problems now guys your biliary tract that's your liver your gallbladder and your bile duct okay now you could have duodenal ulcers meaning the small intestine the top part of the small intestine is called the duodenum okay so you can have an ulcer there of course you could get diabetes you can have pancreatitis constipation or even there's irritable bowel syndrome just when your bowels are irritated um but then there's also something similar called irritable bowel diseases. Now, there's two of them. That's ulcerative colitis, where you actually have ulcers throughout your large intestine. And then Crohn's disease, where you can have swelling and inflammation all up, all the way even up into your throat, okay, guys? So then there's polyps, diverticulitis, that's basically where diverticulitis are kind of little pouches in your large intestine but sometimes they can get inflamed so that's what that is appendicitis that's the beginning of your small intestine uh, sorry large intestine again and then even you can have cancer in any of those regions okay guys now another thing I wanted you to remember that according to traditional Chinese medicine you know um, that you could have problems all over your face that relate to another part of your body so for example if you look at the, the space between your two eyebrows that could be your liver, okay? And if you look under your chin, you have zits there, that could be your hormones. Right under your eyes, that's your kidneys, okay guys? So anyway, I think that's enough for today, but I just want you to remember that as far as symptoms go, you can have them in the GI, you can have them in the head, and then you can also have them other and elsewhere in your body. And also there's tons, a myriad of different GI diseases that you can get as a result of this. And that the last thing is your face can actually reflect problems in the rest of your organs. Okay. So now guys, thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember that link tree link. Okay. So it's link L I N K S Link, sorry, Link, L-I-N-K, Tree, t-r, 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 period, E-E, forward slash, health org, okay? And there you can go and see my free happy list, see how much my group programs are, and just everything else I have to offer, okay? So this has been Dr. Megan with Hoax Organizers, working with you to yep your health naturally. Have a great day!